Welcome to No Church Answers, the weekly Christian podcast for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys looking to model positive Christian leadership in our work, families, church, and communities. Want to discover ways to apply scripture effectively in everyday life? Tired of the pat answers in Sunday school? Then settle in for a gritty, authentic, and unexpectedly funny Christian podcast. And now, No Church Answers. And welcome to No Church Answers, a Christian roundtable discussion for men. This is podcast number 272, hard to believe, and we're glad you're here. And where is here? Here is Sugarland, Texas. So grab a globe, spin it around, bang! Not sure where you ended up, but spin it around. Find Texas, southeast side of Texas is Houston. Southwest side of Houston is Sugarland, land of champions, and that's where we're at. <laughs> uh you know, we're not pastors. We're just regular guys, and each of us are on our own spiritual journey, and we're meeting daily challenges just like you out there. Uh, and that's why we're here. We're having a deep discussion on faith for men, and we aren't taking any church answers. And that's the church answer buzzer right there. So uh, we're glad that you've joined us. You know, this uh, podcast has been called Authentic, Gritty, and Unexpectedly Funny. So we're glad you're here checking us out. Uh, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and at www.nochurchanswers.com. So, you know, go ahead and please rate the podcast and leave a review. And thanks so much because uh, it wouldn't be possible without your support. So uh, at this point in time, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the panel. And we've shortened the the dais here uh, a little bit. Uh, uh, Michael Cropper, the judge, he is uh, on location in Iceland. And the professor is uh, in a place that's not quite as exotic, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> 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 and so with that, <laughs> he is a former world-class policy writer, the guy that is here. I had and, nowhere to go. <laughs> and, a, and a current professional gambler. He's the show producer. It's Mr. Steve Titch. Hello. Hey, hello. Steve. And my name is Bill Cox. I'm based. Basically, uh, um, I am an indie writer, uh, producer. Normally I work as a contractor, but I don't have a job right now. I'm caring for my wife who is, uh, seriously ill. And, uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump right into this one. We've, we've been on a, um, a study about prayer and I'm going to go ahead and just turn this right over to, uh, Steve Titch. Yes, we're, we're going to talk today about prayers of praise and why why do we praise god and and why is god praiseworthy and we'll we'll look at a couple of examples uh one we're going to look at from the old testament uh in psalms uh, a psalm of praise uh the other we'll look at a letter from paul to the ephesians uh, in in that in that letter, he kind of composes a prayer. He composes a prayer for the Ephesians, but it's a prayer of praise, and uh, both both are to God. Uh, Difference is is Paul Paul's prayer is infused with the knowledge that there is a Savior now, but both talk about praising God. Uh, a call for his 
well, maybe an acknowledgement of his power and a call for that power, along with the idea of either forgiveness or a looking, a basically a, a looking aside or turning away from from the from the sin of the individual. Now, of course, in the old in the New Testament, we know that sin is paid for, but of course, in the Psalms, uh, as in much of Old Testament psalms and and prophecy there's a there's the looking ahead to this idea of deliverance so uh in short that's what we're going to look at why we praise god and the reasons god is so praiseworthy and in many ways what is particularly unique about the idea of this christian god or this judeo-christian god and I, we're not going to get into comparative theology, but we're going to talk about why why we praise him. All right, and with that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump right into the uh, first scripture reading. <clears throat> this is from Psalms 66, 1 through 12, and 16 through 19. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, How awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing the praises of your name. Praise our God, all peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping. For you, God, tested us. You refined us like silver. You brought us into prison and laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. Come and hear all you who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. I've cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. You know, Steve, I'll have to admit, uh, before this study, I thought it was going to be a yawner on prayer. I'll I'll admit it because it's kind of... Uh, me, it's kind of like a personal thing. Um, but this has really kind of opened my eyes. And think about this. If you don't pray, what kind of person are you? Well, you're a person who apparently feels that everything is in their command is relevant, and that's in their own bubble. And everything out of their command is just there. There's no wonderment of it. There's no awe it's just there. So that's just a person that goes through life. Whereas a person that uh, recognizes, number one, that there's God, and then actually wants to communicate with it, that is a person that prays. Okay? I mean, and, I mean, think about it. It's a prayer is, to me, essentially communication. And this particular, this scripture, this first one, to me, seems like part prayer, part history lesson, talking about what God has done for the people. 
And so it's 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 gratitude interlaced with yeah, please with praise. But, with yeah, pl- but that's the that's the thing. The utter it has your favorite word in there. Awesome. It's an right. awesome. God. It's awesome. Our God is an awesome God. Right. To me, not only not only does the the psalmist here, which probably is David, this is attributed to David. Uh, he is uh, he is not only saying um, you know how awesome are your deeds. He sees God on his side. That's, yes. That's God is not up there uh, as as some bounded deity uh unknowable but powerful uh he's on david's side he's on our side uh he's you know he has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping he's looking out for us but that's even under saying it it, it's 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 having that power on your side i think that 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 and, and later on in the in the in the Bible, who if if God is for us, who can stand against us? And We're, so there you go. Yeah. That, that's how, that's how you determine the power of your God by your commitment and mm-hmm. your communication with mm-hmm. with God. I don't know any agnostics that would go into the foxhole. And not become a believer, because in if you're in the military and in the foxhole, the and you're agnostic, the only person that you're going to believe in is you. And when the bullets are flying, mm-hmm. you're probably thinking, "I'm, I'm going to get shot," <laughs> you know. But you're praying to a power through faith that you believe is higher than you that will intercede on your behalf and that's the hope and that's what you're praying for uh for having something on your side mm-hmm. and that's that's essentially in, in unique i mean it goes beyond simple monotheism you can you can believe in a god but this idea of uh this this unfathomable power that can intercede for you now now an, an agnostic an atheist may discredit that or not believe that but that's fine but that's really what's that's among the reasons i'm a christian and why this uh religion i, I don't want to say this, why i am a christian because this is my idea of god um, it's not a guy in a lounge chair. It's not somebody on Mount Olympus throwing bolts. It's 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 not even the God the Father isn't personifiable. We, we he is personified as Jesus Christ the Son. That is that is basically reflected or poured into a human mortal comprehensible comprehensible form. The the God the Father. Is it, we do a disservice when we draw pictures of the, the gray old man, you know, Gandalf in the sky, or right. the, the wise old man, and, and and I know we have the Sistine Chapel and all of that, but and, and it it helps us sometimes, but it's not it's not really the God that's presented to us as God the Father, Lord. Should I? Uh, it's it, it, here. It's it's some unfathomable 
entity of immense and infinite power that is still personally connected to you and not only cares about you, but loves you and is seeking a relationship with you. I think the thing about God, and it's so mystical to people, is that they don't have real examples of God being in their life. And for me, I definitely have at least one where I prayed a prayer and it was answered. And it happened to be about my wife. We were just dating. And the sermon was about putting your family first. And my wife, we were just dating and we were sitting in the pew together, but she was about ready to kick me mm-hmm. to the curb. And when I prayed, I prayed, I want to have a family like the pastor's talking about that I can put first. And then right then, she touched my hand. I have no doubt that was God inspired. Mm -hmm. And those moments in life, if you are on that path, you'll have moments like that that you can attribute to nothing else. If you recognize it. Yes, exactly. You've got to recognize it. And sometimes people willfully will not recognize it. Uh, I mean, and and it's uh, to to give a little bit of benefit of the doubt here. It's it's sometimes your rational mind won't. But as I've always said, you know, certainly bad things happen to people. But people seem to be so accident prone and everyone, everyone has a near miss story. Maybe oh, more than one that like if if this 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 hadn't happened and and usually it's a whole string of coincidences, <laughs> but if this and this hadn't happened, I would have died or it would have been a calamity, something serious would have happened, but somehow because of of some silly thing, it didn't and and you know you can the rational mind can point to oh a whole lot of things just fell into place or you can say, well, maybe something else was at work. And we are going to find out about that. <laughs> this is No Church Answers. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bill Cox, director of Man Up, Spiritual Oasis for Men. We hope you enjoy our show as much as we enjoy doing it. But our ministry needs your support if we are to continue to bring our TV show, our podcast, our live shows to men seeking spiritual refreshment. For as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron of Man Up Spiritual Oasis. Get more details at our page on patreon.com. If you would like to support us directly, you can make a contribution through PayPal at donate at manupmedia.org. All contributions are tax deductible. We're not pastors. Just regular guys, so whether you're successful or struggling, we hope to bring you the good news of God's saving grace as we share our own spiritual journeys. Please consider supporting Man Up and No Church Answers today. And welcome back. This is No Church Answers podcast number 272. Uh, we're talking about prayers of praise. And I'm going to go ahead and read the second scripture 
that we have, and this is Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit and your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Steve, you want to go ahead and pick up on that? Sure. Um, Now, verses 14 through 19 are one of the great Pauline run-on sentences. Um, If you have your King James Version, you will see virtually no punctuation in that. Uh, The NIV editors... Uh, thank goodness. Thank sure. goodness it, it, help are. the reader. Help the reader readers. out. But even 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 so, if if you didn't get all that, that's fine. Go back and pull your pull your Bible out and 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 look at it. Uh, we're we're not going to go through it line by line. Maybe maybe we will. But uh, it's it is it is it is long and complicated. Uh, but it's it really answers some questions that you know. People bring in Christians and non-Christians alike, including, you know, what what the heck do we pray to this God for? What has he done for us? But two, there are two words that repeat, uh, that Paul repeats throughout this section that are, that provide an interesting juxtaposition, and, and it's, also, it's also why I wanted to look at the psalm first. The, the two words are power and love. Uh, and Paul writes how, just like the psalmist does, the the uh, that God is possesses immense, unknowable, and unfathomable power. And and the psalmist in the, in his final verse above talks about uh, praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld His love from me. Paul goes into the idea of love as well, and basically says as similar to the power the love god has is immeasurable immense and, and unfathomable and his prayer to the ephesians is kind of to to comprehend the immensity of that power and how that power applies to his love now I, where i'm going in this you really I, I wouldn't say power and love are are opposites but they they bring to mind different characteristics you know, power you you it evokes in good ways respect or uh, uh, ability, but at the same time it also you, it also can can drum can can bring up fears of, of fear, uh, antagonism. I have power over you. Your boss has the power to fire you or make you come in and work extra hours. 
the the politicians or 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 kings have power over you because they can they can make decisions that affect your life. Uh, on the other hand, there's love, which evokes devotion, loyalty, and of course self-sacrifice. The the ability to basically be a a servant to be submissive. So this is this is what Paul is putting forth. This 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 very you might say uh, difficult. I'll call it a difficult idea of a god that possesses immense power, yet administers that power with immense and infinite love. I think uh, I you know I really appreciate. Uh, being on this panel with the guys all these years and going through man up and now we're no church answers but this gives me the fact that they're gone gives me a chance to just kind of take a quick little tangent on this my tangent though on this is 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 quite simple i feel that i'm a spiritual being and i'm temporarily human okay and that's why i'm a christian and i'm going through this life uh because as I, as I live, I become more spiritual. I, I hone my relationship with God. As I get older, I feel I become wiser. I mean, all the, the stories are the same, but they mean different, they have different things to me because I've went through it. Whereas the human side of me is this. I was strong when I was young. As I've gotten older and certainly very older, uh, I, I'm losing things. I'm losing the abilities to do this and I do to do that. Things have passed me by, whereas as far as being spiritual, my relationship continues to grow and get better. And because I have the experience, I'm becoming wiser without even that even really being my goal. And so I think that's a big part of this prayer is to get to people to think, not necessarily in the human terms of life, but spiritually, and think of focus on God and and focus farther than your own mortality. And so that's kind of the tangent. I just kind of want to run with that. Well, it isn't that. so much of a tangent. It's 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 essentially where where Paul is going for this, and he's not really in this prayer asking for anything tangible. He's he's asking uh, for God's, essentially God's blessing, and for God to share his power with the Ephesian church. Um, but in at the same way that that with that with that power, which apparently, you know, as he's saying, comes through the Holy Spirit, the entire Trinity is in this section, um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, comes, I think, that wisdom that you're talking about. Uh, the, the, the wisdom to ex- almost not only well, accept, but you know, embrace, celebrate, um, and, and certainly, and certainly uh, praise God for sharing this with us sharing just a little little bit of it because i mean it's so 
I mean, it's, it's just a little bit of it's an infinite power. But that power is what what can exude this, that spiritual life you talk about. That that it it will it 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 allows it to emanate off us. As I, when I was a child, and I saw my dad and my grandfather, Christian men that were just work their butts off and didn't have really have bad days they had days that bad things happened to them but they didn't have bad days and that belief just seemed to make their life better and so that was an easy way for me to become a believer in it but as i've studied as i've grown older i've as i've experienced things certainly as we've done this podcast I've gotten more direction than I ever even imagined. But I also got kind of reaffirmation that, yeah, this is changing my life. And yeah, it Mm -hmm. is making it better. Now, is it changing specifically my life? Yeah, I think in certain ways it is. But one of the big changes is I don't take everything personally. And I think that is a direct attribute of being a Christian and having God on your side because I wouldn't be able to shoulder it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I can understand that. I can understand just, just beginning, to, beginning to understand the perspective of things. And maybe that's what comes from working with the spirit of spirit working with you finding out that it's not all about you no and (laughs) and and and, you know very little is actually about you well and the thing about it is also and corporate worship i i have so many people that have told me well i don't need to go to church i could just worship wherever i am well you know certainly you, you absolutely can but the whole idea of religion I believe is to make your life better. Any religion is basic is designed mm-hmm. to make your life better. But also but the Christian religion in particular is to help comfort those that are down in life. And down can be financial, it can be spiritual. There's there's many ways to be down, and that is to comf- that you get comforted from God as an example for how you are to comfort mm-hmm. other people. It's a it's an example to help you pass it around. It, it, this what you said a, a few minutes ago very important about your father uh, that. Bad things happened to him, but he had no bad days. Right. And this is this is what non-believers or scoffers. This is where they miss the point, because Christians aren't Christians because everything turns la di da, and we're not living in some kind of fantasy world where everything is going right. Quite the opposite. We're living very much in the real world, and some of us are dealing with pretty tough things. The point is, bad things happen to us, but we don't have bad days. days. 
Right. We don't have that. Or at least that's what we try to get to. And that's where the Holy Spirit will leave it. When we're living in the Spirit, we don't have bad days. When you see some, some person who's even older than us around church or through life and, you know, seems, you know, doesn't seem to be that wealthy, doesn't seem to, you know, have the nicest clothes on, but they have that attitude like, yeah, you know, nothing's, nothing's, that's, nothing's that, that personal. There's, it's not all about me. And, you know, the, the scoffers hate that. Right. Because they want to, oh, well, look, look at old Mrs. Jones there. She's just living her own world, whatever. No, she's Rose not. Rose glasses. She's not. She's decided to embrace the spirit, and she's not going to have any bad days. Right. And I'll never forget, <laughs> my dad came, my dad was a salesman besides a farmer. And he's, well, he sold pig feed because we raised pigs. And uh, he told me one day, I said, Dad, how was your day? He goes, I got three orders get out shut up get out and don't come back (laughs) and uh but the thing about it was about bad days is this and we i actually even had a discussion about him he goes well think about this if i come home after a bad day and your mom you know my mother was there she'd been home with five kids all day and so if I take it out on her, um, she's going to kick the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog's going to turn around and bite one of the kids. And then they, we're going to have to go to the doctor. And see, and the thing about it is the seed that you sow is what is going to come up. And the great thing about, uh, for, well, for me, for being a Christian is this. I'm living my life. And I understand I'm speeding towards that day of mortality that's going to come for me. There's a lot of decisions that I make, uh, that I make daily. And if I didn't have the influence of God and people that I felt had my best interest at heart, it would be far more difficult than it already is. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, mm-hmm. this has been uh, this has been a heartfelt uh, podcast for me. Uh, I'm I hate to bring too much of of my wife's situation up. She has stage four cancer. Um, I got fired from my job, but as many trips as the hospital that I make and to the pharmacies and stuff, I feel like I'm a drug mule. Mm-hmm. It's just un and and you know what? And I'm a terrible nurse. Um, and I'm an entry level nurse that I'm just not good. And, you know, I, I try hard and it's like, <laughs> it's like going out and weightlifting and then find out that you're going to be hang gliding, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just totally, just totally unprepared. And, and the thing about it is, God understands. He understands the fact that I'm ill-equipped for this. And I feel in my prayer, I almost talk my way in how I'm going to get trained for it by just talking it out with God. Uh, 
because I don't know what I'm doing. I, I do know that I care and I want to be an asset, but I'm not really sure how to do it. But God gives me the spirit and how I am to do it and how I am to accept this new role. I've always wanted to be a warrior. I loved fighting. I loved wrestling. I loved stuff. Dude, caring. Just like most of you guys out there. Dude, making, making your bed. I made my bed when I was in the military. I haven't made it since. Just not that guy. I'm not well, nesting. This is, this is actually, you're voicing an issue. This is why we're a podcast for men. Because you understand power. Right. Most men do. Right. It's that love. That, that's where we have the problem with. I mean, oh, I'm not yeah. saying men, men can't love. But we're, 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 we don't do a really good job at it. We, I mean, we're all learning. have learner's permits in it. And, and, or loving and right. caring. And that's... That's the part of the spirit that's there that 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 you pray that you can tap into, because right. you know we 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 uh, we all respect our fathers. We all want to be good fathers, but are we are we do we sometimes worry too much? We're being too strict, or that uh, we're being too are we are we too regimented? Are we are we? And, and but I, I don't want to get away with it because I think what you're saying yeah. is really important that uh, and, and that you can rely on God to provide that power for the love side of the equation. And the thing about it is, is this uh, I'm just like all you guys out there that listen to this podcast. I have no doubt that you're spiritual guys, you understand. You understand how important it is uh, to be working on those faith credits, to be reverent in life. It's, it's important to me. But man, I'm telling you, I am spending them now. Mm-hmm. All those faith credits that I build up, I'm, I'm spending them now because, I, I mean, it really is. It, it feels like... Uh, I showed up to a track meet expecting to throw the shot put, and they told me, uh, you're going to be running the high hurdles. <laughs> I mean, you're, you know what I'm saying? Dude, you know, you got to be kidding me. Um, but anyway, uh, I mean, and that's the deal. And that's why prayer, I believe, is so important because it connects, if you're honest, where you are with God that can help you get where you're going. So, and with that, I'm just going to get a couple of takeaways. And since there's only a couple of us here, <laughs> I'll get one from Mr. Steve Titch. Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to conclude by looking at this prayer from Paul again. But I think it's it's something I suggest that all our listeners do in a way to to kind of. In, you know, incorporate this prayer, or, or to use a big word, to appropriate this prayer to oneself, because it really becomes powerful when you change the you that that Paul is praying, being the you, the third person plural for the Ephesian church, and you turn it to I. And and let me give an illustration here uh, that I will I will replace I will I, will, I won't replace the place where where Paul right uses I. But where Paul is uh, uses uh, you for the church, I will put, put no I or me. 
For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen me with power through his spirit in my inner being, so that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith. And I pray that I, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that I may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I think that's a a great prayer of praise because it 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 call it, it recognizes God Father Son and the Holy Spirit and asks it's a different kind of petition it asks for that power to 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 become more closer to become closer to 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 be able to apply one's limited power uh, through one's limited love and kind of join as part of that amazing, amazing juxtaposition. Well, that's excellent. Uh, and, uh, and with that, the only takeaway that I had that um, if you're going to ask for strength for a great challenge uh, that you are personally up against, you better not forget to pray a praise of gratitude once you pass that challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this is No Church Answers, podcast number 272. My name is Bill Cox. And on behalf of our producer, Mr. Steve Titch, thank you so much for tuning in. And <clears throat> our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. So Please rate it and leave a review. And if you have a question or comment, you go to our Facebook page or www.nochurchanswers.com and post it there. And if you're uh, unable to attend a church, check out the Sugarland Baptist Church streaming service. It's on Facebook, YouTube, sugarlandbaptist.org, and starts Sunday at 9.45 a.m. And when you're ready, we encourage each and every one of you to join a local Bible-based church. Why local? So you'll go. And participate and find a small group, ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, or Sunday School class that you can join for small group discussions like this. And find one that is men only, and if there isn't one, start one. And you know what? Don't take any church answers. You've been listening to No Church Answers, the weekly Christian podcast for men. Tell us what you think. Leave a comment or review. Want to know more about us? Then visit NoChurchAnswers.com and our Facebook page. Check out our video series on our YouTube channel. You can also become a patron of No Church Answers by visiting our Patreon page. No Church Answers is a production of Man Up Spiritual Oasis Media, which is solely responsible for its content.